Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something year old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Girls and the Gays. Bestie, can I just say I'm just so thankful to be back on the mic. I feel, oh my god, like I just have this topic that's itching at my mind right now. And this topic also came up because I had grabbed brunch with one of my close friends and we just started talking about career, life, business, and our endeavors, which, oh my gosh, I love those conversations so much. Just Getting to connect with other young 20-something-year-olds that are very ambitious and driven and want the best for themselves and their family and want to be, like, the trailblazers, especially being first-generation and coming from immigrant parents, like, you kind of have this pressure to just push yourself and drive because you see the struggles that your parents had to go through when they came from a new country, not knowing the, the culture, the language, and not having maybe like a high school degree even, which is, I feel like, so common in a lot of minorities and marginalized communities. And speaking on my own experience from my own parents, like my parents didn't go to college and I just saw all these different struggles that came up for us growing up. And you know, like I share that a lot with being bankrupt or filing for bankruptcy and just a lot of things. And like now weirdly it came up in conversation when I was out for brunch with my friend and I was thinking like you know as we are shooting for big goals and all this stuff I'm also scared what that all means like big goals mean also big potential gaps for failure and not I guess succeeding and achieving what you want and people watching you do it in real time and it's just scary and I'm like oh like how do you draw the line between chasing that dream but also the fear of the unknown and being in pursuit of it and all the things that come with that territory right it's so real and i think that's something that a lot of people don't talk about when you're like goal chasing dream chasing what comes with that territory and what that really does mean when you're going after a dream or a goal and all the actions you have to take that are from where you are now to where you want to go and the steps in between and what that really looks like and so i was talking to my friend and I was just telling her about, like, failure and actually, okay, like, why am I, like, beating around the bush? My friend Selena, who has also been on my podcast before, I think she was literally the last interview I did on my podcast because I haven't done podcast interviews since. And it's just because this year and since then, I've just really wanted to focus in on my own content and what I was putting out into the world and connecting with you. And I felt like I loved the intimacy between you and I, that I kept it that way. Um, don't mind me. I'm very, um, what is it? Monogamous, you know, is that what the word is called? Like girl, like we're not in, um, an open relationship. It's just you and I bestie and we're keeping it that way. You know what I mean? Case closed, period. I kind of sound weird now. Anyway, you know what I mean? You get the point. I just liked the kiki between you and I, the intimacy and like how we connected on a different level when it was kind of me on the mic, which that's not to say I don't want to bring on guests. I do want to bring on guests, but they just have to be like, I'm just very like particular. I'm like, I want them to really connect with my bestie. Anyway, I digress. But Selena is the person and bestie that I'm referencing. Selena and I grabbed brunch literally yesterday. Today's Sunday, May 7th as I'm recording, but we got brunch yesterday, Saturday, May 6th. And it was just 
a grandiose time, if I do say so myself. I'm sure Selena, I hope so. She'd say the same, unless my chaotic energy might have scared her away. Don't blame her there. But I um, caught up with Selena and we talked about life and all the things and what comes with the territory of stretching, growing, and the meaning of failure. And so it really inspired today's conversation and I wanted to take you along kind of what we unpacked and also just what came up for me particularly, especially on my way home. You know, it's like the drive home when you're in your thoughts and you're really marinating in what happened and what a beautiful marinating moment for me because I really thought of like, wow, like how am I going to bring this up on the podcast for my besties? And then also kind of like what I learned from my time with like within that moment with Selena, she's such a special soul. I love her so much. All that is to say, I think I need to stop rambling and all the housekeeping is out the way. I set the scene of the podcast. I told you kind of what, you know, inspired me on today's episode. And I think it's just time to dive on in to today's topic of failure. What we make failure mean, what comes with the territory of stretching, growing, and also the fear of failure and in pursuit of going after your big, scary dreams. But, you know, also being excited for what that could mean of tapping into fulfillment, purpose, and abundance. And so let's dive on in. I think with anything, we give it meaning. We give any situation, any circumstance, the meaning, and we can choose to have a perspective that serves us or holds us back. We can have a perspective where we're living in a scarcity mindset. We are kicking rocks. We feel bad about ourselves. Or we can choose to learn from whatever circumstance and situation that might arise. And so where I'm trying to get at is what we make failure mean. I think when you're going after something big, scary, and a goal, right? Whatever that is and pivoting, whatever ambition you have on your heart, and you're kind of afraid and you're afraid for many different reasons, limiting beliefs, fear of judgment, people not understanding you or the whole nine yards, right? But then maybe also a sprinkle of failure. Failure definitely is a lens of just holding ourselves back and being scared of failing when you're going after the big scary thing because like, what does that mean, right? Like when when I'm thinking of failure, I'm thinking like in business, like, oh my God, like bankruptcy, like losing your money or when you're buying a house and you can't afford the mortgage or whatever, right? Like, and have a foreclosure. There's a lot of different things that come up and it's just like, it bottles up in you and then it paralyzes you. It holds you back. You don't end up, you know, calling your shot. And I think with that, when you play all that out, and it paralyzes you and going after your dream and what you know is me- meant for you and what you're made to do, that's, that can be a disservice. I think in a way you're also self-sabotaging and doesn't that also mean you're failing? You're failing yourself. You're failing to show up in your truth, in knowing what your truth is in that gut calling, but you're choosing to suppress that and keep it underwater because you're too afraid of all the other circumstances of failing, of judgment, of fear, everything, right? So all of that then kind of paralyzes you, then you don't end up going after what has been called onto you. So doesn't that also mean being a failure, right? Like you, I guess, quote unquote, failed yourself and you didn't show up for yourself. And that's why I want us to reframe what it means to fail and reframe kind of what we're making failure mean when we go after something big and scary, because I know when I 
started my business and I have other also business ideas or different ideas I want to start and go after. And I think when I had this conversation and how this pertains to my conversation with Selena is I kind of told her this big scary idea that I've been having that's been itching at my mind for so, so long, but I've never realized how much I've suppressed it because I'm just scared of failing. I'm scared of like, honestly, my love, like, because seeing my parents also build a big business and I guess you could say like going bankrupt and I guess you can deem that as quote unquote failing. Like that's like your standard traditional meaning of failure, right? And so my parents have learned so much ever since and have really pioneered their own lives and paved their way since having that blip in the road. And yes, it does suck and it definitely has left a scar um, in our lives. But we look back at it with such a tender heart and you know, so much knowledge now and we thank that season because it allowed us to grow as a family. It allowed us to really come closer and it also allowed me, I feel like, to have this drive and my brothers too, to have this drive to create a life for ourselves. I had the sense of urgency to really get my degree, earn scholarships, pay for my schooling and then, you know, work in corporate tech America and secure this amazing job where I get to work from home, I bought a house, and I think all of that is attributed to that one moment where I quote-unquote thought that my family, my parents, I guess you could say like quote-unquote failed. I think anybody would deem that and call that as a failure, right? Filing for bankruptcy from your business, I think like it's a huge kind of like moment in your life, and so and so I think you can call it what it is. We can look back with two different lenses. We can look back thinking, okay, that was a failed business, etc. Or we can look back thinking, you know, that was a turning point in our lives, in our family lives, in our personal lives, in our professional lives that has cascaded into a domino effect of so many other blessings in our lives presently. And we attribute that and we choose that, honestly, let me backtrack. We choose the latter. We choose positivity. We choose that optimism because it is a choice. It is a choice to have a perspective that will serve us. And, you know, If we backtrack, I could have leveraged that moment of bankruptcy to define myself, you know, to be scared and to maybe like give up on my own dreams or, you know, hold myself back. But I chose not to. I instead chose the latter. I chose to leverage leverage bankruptcy for my family to propel me forward, my brothers and I actually, to propel us forward and to push us in our academics to continue to persevere in our own goals and our endeavors because we knew, you know, what it meant to be at rock bottom. We knew what it meant to, you know, live paycheck to paycheck. And because of that, I think it pushed us to continue to shoot for the stars and continue to show up day in and day out in our academics so that we can pave a life for ourselves that was, you know, better financially and better in our career. Um, And we attribute a lot of that and that drive to that moment of bankruptcy and that moment of, you know, hardship. And so I thought that it was helpful for me to paint this story of failure in my own life and failure that I experienced being at a very young age and how I didn't let it define me, but rather let it propel me forward in my own endeavors. Yes, like there are moments still, babe, like where I'm now going after big goals and I still have that scar that kind of tugs at me and scar that reminds me of, like, oh, like, Trey, like, are you sure you want to go after that big goal because your parents kind of like experienced that hardship? Like, are you sure? But 
I think because of that and because I leverage that as a learning opportunity and a lesson, it allows me to stay excited and stay the course because I know even when I hit and even when my family had hit rock bottom, when you hit rock bottom, you can only go up from there. And at the very least, we had that clarity. We've gained clarity in that track and trajectory and because we've tried it and we've exhausted our options and we've gone you know at least we tried i think that's kind of what i got out of it it's like at least my parents tried something that they had always had a dream of and had like a vision for at least we tried we gained that clarity etc you know and from ground zero you can only go up from there and so with that perspective, I feel like because I shifted my perspective to serve me and I chose and leveraged this mindset in my life to propel me forward in my own endeavors, because I feel like what you've seen with whether it be me going after my podcast, starting Fruit Glutes, or pivoting to social media management, consulting, strategy, offering that as a service, and then posting content, pivoting, like I've always kind of like allowed myself to try different things because... Uh, what I water will grow, right? And I leverage the perspective of like, you know, even if I'm mildly interested in something, I'm going to try. And I'm not going to let the fear of failure, though I am scared. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not freaking bulletproof. I'm human. I am scared. I play out all my options and I'm worried as well. I'm human, right? We all believe the same. We have all those limiting beliefs. We play it out in our mind and like the narrative and we run that course. I get that, right? But again, like I said, what you fuel will grow. What you water will grow. Like when you're planting a seed, when you give it the right sunlight, the right soil, the right water, the right nutrients, it will flourish. It will grow. And like if you want a mushroom versus like a beautiful daisy, I don't know. It's like think of the mushroom as like the negative energy and think of the, <laughs> the daisy as the beautiful energy, right? Like what do you want? What do you want it to manifest and to compound in your life? Then grow that energy, grow that source, right? So no shade to mushrooms, but mushrooms are like, ugh, yuck, fungi, you know, that. If you want to grow her, think of her as like failure, negative self-talk and negative affirming beliefs, etc. If you fuel that, if you look for those things that you can find it, if you look for you know, all the negative things in your lifetime or, you know, limiting beliefs, fear, people telling you you shouldn't do it, that will amplify. That will hold you back and that you'll you'll start to find those source and those truths and those confirmation biases and you'll be like, yeah, like, they're right. Like, wait, you know, I, I absolutely agree. And so the fungi grows, the mushroom grows. And so that takes over and that ultimately is your mindset, your mantra, and you live your day-to-day in that, in that, energy and in that flow that once you reach the end of your time, you realize you've always lived out of alignment and that discrepancy. You're always feeling that resistance and you feel frustrated and you're like, you feel resentful to all the things when at the end of the day, you have to take ownership of that. This is your life. This is, you have to take intentional action and take your power back by then fueling a narrative that actually serves you. And so what does that mean? That's the ladder. The ladder is what you look for, you will find what you water that will grow. So the daisy, right? If you want the daisy to grow, you have to think of the daisy like the positives, the, um, and I'm not talking, I say positive very lightly. Like I don't want to be toxic positive here. I am validating there are hardship there. There's challenges and tribulations that come with going after your dreams and goals. I'm not saying it's all sunshine butterflies, but 
there's a journey and there's a path and the pursuit that is so powerful when you go after your dreams and your ambitions and you stay in that alignment, right? When you know and you're chasing after what you know you're made to do, that's that's powerful and that's abundance. And it's not easy, but it's meaningful, it's impactful, it's it's purposeful and it's intentional. And because you choose to go after that path, you choose you choose all that comes with that territory, the failure, potentially, the hardship, the challenges that come with it, the judgment, right? But when you're in this path and you're having hard days or you're you're having self-doubt and your fear, the fear is coming up of failure and like the judgment, etc. Well, what do you choose to water? Because you know you're going in this trajectory, you're going to water the positives. You're going to water the things that will affirm you. Um, people tell, like besties that know and see you for your potential, you're going to lean on them. You're going to listen to podcast episodes that empower your self-growth and development. You're going to surround yourself with like-minded people, mentors. You're going to look for your small progress day-to-day that continues to propel you forward and gives you enough energy and enough um, self-belief to take that next step forward. And all you need is that next step, not a million steps forward, that next best step. And so you see how it's like what you water will grow, what you water will manifest into your life in serving you and helping you propel forward or help you feel resentful or unheld back in your life. You know what I mean? So it's like, what do you want? What you look for, well, you will find. If I give this analogy a lot where it's like, if you look for all the orange things right now, you will count and see all the orange things. But if I asked you, what about all the black things? You probably wouldn't have recalled because you were so focused and fixated on all the orange things. What you look for, again, you will find that will amplify in your life. And I just challenge you when you're in this trajectory and you're in pursuit of your goals and dreams and ambitions, you fixate on the things that will affirm you in that trajectory, affirm you that you are qualified, you have all the things you need to at least take the next next best step in whatever that endeavor is for you. I want you to play it all out, right? And because I talked about what we make failure mean and we, we talked about what you water, you will grow, we'll play it all out. What if you do freaking fail? Let's be, you know, let the realists come in here. What if you actually do fail? Well, let's say you abandon ship, you start the business and you go all in and you realize you don't like it and you're like, what the hell? I did all this for nothing. Honestly, low-key me with my social media business. I was like, I gave it my all and I guess I quote unquote failed because I let that business go, whatever. I changed my mind. But look, like, Now I'm on the other side of this business adventure, gaining one, so much clarity. I've now realized, okay, like that's not for me. And knowing what you don't want is equally as important, if not more important than knowing what you do want. You become more self-aware. You become more aligned in what is made for you and you come closer to what you are made to do. And I'm so grateful for that season because I learned so much. And so I guess you can call it what you want, but yes, I let go of that stream of recurring revenue, but I now am on the flip side feeling, I feel like I have so much more time to do other things for myself, get back in alignment to what it is in my business. I have taken my, taken my power back. I've really showed up for myself because I knew that wasn't aligned for me. So I grew in my self-confidence because I fulfilled on what wasn't aligned for me. I acted on that. I knew it wasn't aligned anymore with that social media offering. So I pivoted. And in doing that, I think all of that builds my self-esteem, my self-confidence and awareness and knowing who I am, what 
who I am at the core and what I'm made to do. And if it isn't that business venture, then I've pivoted. And I'm grateful that I had that season that allowed me to gain that clarity. Remember earlier when I talked about you're at like ground zero when you quote unquote fail, you're not at ground zero because you technically, yes, even if you fail or it doesn't work out the way you expected it to, now you have the abundance and the fact that you have the knowledge, you have the self-awareness, the self-efficacy, you have the self-confidence. And now you know, like, you know what, like that didn't work out, but now I have all the knowledge as to what feels better for me, what feels more aligned for me. And you can now take better, more educated next steps accordingly. You know what I mean? And so it makes you realize, you know, even when you do fail, even when you play it all out, let's say like whatever idea I have right now, let's say I do fail. Okay, well then I have X, Y, Z. I have one, two, three. I know this, this, and the third. I didn't lose anything by trying. If anything, I gained so much knowledge, clarity, and confidence along the journey and whatever it made me do and whatever it did for me and it qualified for me. And another example I think about is like if you're taking a test and you failed the test. Girl, we've been there. We've done that high school, elementary school, whatever it is. And we think it's like the end of the world. Um, surprise, I'm fine. I've literally failed a finance class in college when I was abroad and I had to just retake it and I literally was fine. And I, at the time, I look back and I'm like, what the hell? I really thought that it was the end of the world. And now I'm like, bitch, you're literally fine. I it didn't define my success or my income or anything of that nature or me buying a house. I never really needed, I mean, I needed bare minimum math freaking skills, but like, girl, I didn't need the whole freaking Pythagorean theorem. Like, I'm literally fine. But I think back and I literally failed my finance test when I was abroad because I was so busy popping pussy and being crazy. Not, ew, not sexually, but I was at the fool and kikiing when I was abroad. That's what I meant, bestie. But <laughs> um, I wasn't focused on the, the class, and so I failed the class. But when I got back just to my like to regular campus and like the regular school year, I had to retake that class to graduate. I just re-strategized. I leveraged what I learned a little bit, not much, but what I kind of learned during my summer abroad, I leveraged that to then set the foundation to now retake this class, strategize, perform better, you know, prepare for the test better, study better, have better habits. And just overall aided to a better strategy of, you know, okay, like I didn't do well the first time and this is how I'm going to move different, pivot, stay after, go to office hours, etc. It's like now because of that knowledge, I was able to make better informed steps and decisions in my present. So all that is to say, I think with failure, it's also like when you have to give up control because in your normalcy and in your routine you kind of know what your day-to-day is right now in going after something great and big it's like the fear of failure of like fearing what it all means when you have to go after something big scary in your goals you don't want to give up control of your normalcy in your day-to-day but when you're living the day-to-day and you're in your present you already know what that brings you already know what your present is like god forbid you can go back to what it is that you're currently doing right like even if you do fail or let's say you try a new business venture or whatever it is i i, I think business a lot we try going after that business and the business does fail then whatever like you can go back to the other thing that you were doing the normal thing or whatever it is that you were once doing prior to you embarking on that new or big goal or whatever that is, right? Like you already know what that normalcy, what that day-to-day is. But also how monotonous could that be? If you can predict your normal, if you can predict your tomorrow, the next month, the next few months, six months, 
if you can predict the day-to-day and already know what that entails and, and has for you, doesn't that feel boring? Doesn't that feel monotonous? To go after something great, you compromise and you sacrifice your comfort zone. You sacrifice knowing every other outcome and the prediction of it all. But that's where the thrill lies. That's where the fulfillment is. And that's where abundance is because you're going after a bold, express version of yourself that you don't yet know what that is, but you feel it in your gut, what you are made to do. And so I just challenge you to just surrender and trust the process and the journey of what could be on the other side of the coin when you go after something great. And rather than fixated on the failure and what that could mean, what if you succeed? What if you tap into the greatest purpose and a mission that you once always wanted to become and you finally fulfill on it? Or you impact the lives of others because you live in your best self and whatever that means for you, if it is to go after the promotion after work or in work or you know go after that big business goal or start a podcast post content what if you freaking grow your account or what if you prosper in business what if you make drastic impact or you are able to impact people in your corporate job and in managing them like what if you played that out right what could that mean what does that look like Um, again, like I said, what you fuel will grow, what you water will grow. Choose your greatness. Choose your potential. What could you unlock? What could you truly pioneer as showing up as your most bold, expressed self? If, if like, let your wildest imagination grow and, and foster that. And so I think at the end of the day, where I'm trying to get at is you attach meaning to anything you fixate on and whatever narrative you want, whatever you want failure to mean to you, good or bad, whatever you, whatever perspective you choose to have and narrative you choose to have. And therefore, your steps you take are in tandem to your thoughts and in tandem to the minds that you have in your life. So I just challenge you to live in that abundance and surrender to the outcome. Just follow suit to your gut feeling and take according steps accordingly. And before you know it, all of that will compound in such a beautiful story and in better ways than you could ever have imagined or expected for yourself. So don't limit yourself to what you already know now, right? Like you have no idea what could be in store for you should you take the next steps that are just aligned in your gut and what is called onto you. I'm so grateful I get to be part of your journey, my love, and was able to share this conversation and share space with you today. If this one resonated with you, you'll have to let me know. But until next time, I'll talk to you so soon. Bye, best. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.